You know how much confidence I got. She's a medium, so what? She talks to him when we're not around. But I, she's my wife and she's sleeping with me. I'm alive, he's dead. All right, it's Monday at 11 o'clock. You know what that means? It's the Chaz Palmetary Show. And we got another episode with the ladies. Here they are. And the peanut gallery. And the peanut gallery. Hello. My wife is going to be in the peanut gallery today. And your son. And my son, Dante. And, of course, John the one. And John. We are the peanut gallery. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right in. She jumps right in. She, I love her. She gives her no time. She gives us the diamonds in the rough. Okay. So... The lab but, diamonds or the mine diamonds? Wait, we'll, okay. we'll talk about the lab diamonds. <laughs> wait, we already did that. We already did that two weeks ago. Okay, but we'll talk about that. We'll ask you a question. But don't forget to come and see the one-man show. Chaz Palmetary, the one-man show. Uh, you go to chazpalmetary.net. John, where am I going to be, John? So December 1st, we're going to be in Ridgefield, Connecticut at the Ridgefield Playhouse. Yes. January 5th, we are going to be in Naples, Florida at the Artiste Naples Performing Arts Center. Love that place. January 7th, we're going to be at the Steinmetz Hall in Orlando, Florida. And then on January 21st, my birthday in my hometown, we're <laughs> going to be in Huntington, New York at the Paramount Theater. The Paramount Theater. This is the one-man show that started all before the movie, before the musical. Uh, it's a legendary show. You've got to come and see it. Also, don't forget my restaurant, Chaz Palmentary. I got two of the best restaurants in New York, 30 West 46th Street in Manhattan, right off Fifth Avenue, and 264 Main Street in White Plains. But I'm with the ladies here today, and uh, we got to go into these things. We got to think, uh, what did the guy, the guy wanted to know about red flags on dates. What's a red flag? And he said something about, please, ladies, explain this to me. Beige flags? I don't know. It's so crazy. What's a beige it's flag? It's a new thing now. Well, I don't know why it's beige and not yellow. Because I, I would think they. green, yellow, red. Dante, but you're 26 years old. What's the beige flag, Dante? You, you, Every time you introduce me, I'm a different age. Well, how old Can we pick one, please? 27. Okay. Thank you. All right. What is a beige flag, Dante? A beige flag, my understanding is something that's like just kind of annoying, but it's like fine. Yeah, so it's it like should kind, be yellow. It's like kind of annoying. I don't know why everything needs to have a name. You know what I mean? Everything. What? I have a question. Do you think a red flag or a beige? Is this a red flag or a beige flag? We're driving down the road and we see kittens on the road. Oh God! And the girl wants to stop and get the kittens, and the man doesn't. Is that a that was, red flag? That was a horrible one. No, that's really good because if I saw kittens on the highway, that those kittens may become roadkill, and I want to save those kittens. Thank you, Catherine. And I'm they kitty. Might. Kitty for kitties. That's kitty a new for campaign. Kitties. There wasn't one kitty. It was four, and I wanted that's to save them. That's even more of a reason. Well, wait a minute. Would, a red, would this be a red flag or, or a beige flag, Dante? If you I don't met, think we understand the purpose of beige flag because this is... Okay, yellow flag. If you met a girl... <laughs> And she wasn't crazy she about animals. How would you feel about that? That's fine. She doesn't have to like, she doesn't have to be down for it. Okay, that's fair. So that's a beige flag. Not like, you know, she doesn't need to be like, oh, you know, we need to have cats and dogs and this. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm done with cats and cats and dogs is kind of the last stop for me. Like if a girl wants birds or snakes or fish, I'm no. I'm no. Old. I'm not Steve Irwin. But like a couple cats, yeah. As long as she's not cruel about animals, I mean, I feel like that's not a red that's flag. That's me. 
All right, so... So a red flag means me. you get up and you go. You get maybe three red flags and then well, it's, I'm out of here. For me, yes. for me, someone who doesn't like animals, red flag. For you, it's a red flag. Red blaring volcano flag. Yes, I'm not absolutely. mean to animals, but I don't want animals. But I couldn't marry you. I'm sorry. We have to break up. But yeah. Does you this mean, mean I can't move in Well, eventually? what about if it's not like he's mean to animals. He just, he's not crazy about getting a dog or a cat. That's a red flag for me. I would really make me sad. I'd So cry. for you, it's a red flag. That's a personal Mike thing. Mike doesn't want a cat. I wanted a cat. That's personal? I don't know if it's a really Mike a red a flag. I do. Mike don't want a cat. No. So when are you getting but the cat? But I don't cat? want a dog. It, you know what, Gianna? It may be a beige flag. Cats are the best. I'm very team cat. You're very pro cat? Oh, I'm team pro cat, team dog is a big debate. I'm team cat. I'm team cat. I'm team cat. Oh, can we speak on the microphone, ladies? I'm team cat. Okay. Okay, tell me this. What is your red flag at dinner that you would get up and leave in the middle of dinner? If, if she's Go down the line. I think I talked about it on yeah, another episode. Did. I did. Oh, if did? she's, oh, if she's right. flirting with a waiter or flirting with another man in front of me. Flirting. Didn't that, didn't that happen to you? Yeah, we, we told that story. Right. Okay, flirting. I would say if somebody started licking their, licking their fingers. Like if they were eating chicken or... And they did a licking Oh, yeah, if the they don't have good etiquette. And that, so that sound would be, oh, God. Do you want a me. guy to tell you, like, would you rather have a guy go, I'm going to pick you up at 730, we're going to this restaurant. Yes. Or would you rather have a guy go, where would you like to no. go? No. No. Make the move. Make the move. How nope. about you, Catherine? I think I would like both. Sometimes maybe he makes it and sometimes he asks me. Let's ask my wife. Jonna, how do you feel about it? Do you like the man... Now, don't go by now when you first... This is when you first meet a yeah. man. Well, can I tell... Do, does everyone know the story of how we went on our first date? Yes. We, we, our, you took me out. I had just come out of a date. I was engaged before you. Yes. And I had someone who was very, very sure of what they wanted to do. Right. Dante do, didn't know this. Do we need to share our love life before millions of people? Did Dante just get broken the news, too, yes. that his mother was engaged before his dad? Yeah, it was, it was a loose engagement. On the podcast. It was a know. loose engagement. It was a loose engagement. We were young. Right, and good. so I, then I met... It was a promise I went, No, listen, then I went out with a lot of guys who were very <laughs> relaxed about it. And that wasn't so great. It was nice to have a, a say in it. Then I went out with you, and you took me out on a date. You, had, you took me to Nikki Blair's. Then you said, we're going someplace else for dessert. You took me to the grill for dessert. The grill. I fell in love with you immediately. Aww. You were huh. so strong. Not pushy. See, there's a difference, Chaz. <laughs> Not pushy, you but strong. You weren't pushy, and you were respectful. You asked me if I liked it. But you had a plan, and I loved that. Okay. So I say, great. Now, someone who's always wanting their way is not good, but someone who, who has a good idea, but is also flexible. A man with a plan in the beginning. First in the date, beginning, I want a man first with a plan. So, ladies, how do you feel about that Chaz Palmentary show at gmail.com? We like to ask men and women, are you strong? Or some guys are submissive now, but doesn't mean they're bad guys. Another guy is more of a dominant but, but I think the women want to hear it's always his way. After a while, the woman might say, hey, would you mind? I don't feel like having Chinese food tonight. Can we go here? I mean, he should be okay with that. Absolutely. I'm, initially, I want a man with a plan. Okay. And, and then you... And, and then, then, then when you get to know, you know, know each other, Tara, yes, it's nice Tara to be likes considered. to get slapped around a little bit. Oh in the my God, not at all what okay, I said. So. <laughs> we talked about this on another episode. A telltale sign is the way that they treat the wait staff. But yeah. what happens, okay, they treat you to dinner, they're very kind, they're very nice, but they leave a horrible tip. No. Red. Done. Red? Red. I mean, I don't think you should, I, do, I, I don't know. I'd rather split the bill with you. You tell me to split the bill than not treat the waiter good. Yeah. What a good tip. Uh, 
With a good tip. With a good, yeah. You can't afford to go out and eat and leave a good tip. Don't go out. Some people just, it's not even they can't afford. They just don't like to give a good tip. I, well, I, that's a big red flag. You're selfish. Flag. I agree with that. The tip is a, an important tip insight important. to the soul, mm-hmm. into their kindness. Yeah. And also another thing is in New York City in the winter, we'd go to restaurants and this ruins my night and I have to go out and do something about it. And Chaz gets it. If you see a homeless person by the restaurant in the cold, that's right. it. It's a, it's a ruination of the night. Someone who's not sensitive to that. God knows how many dinners I bought for yeah. these guys. And me too. Mm-hmm. And, and someone who doesn't go out and help someone who's sitting outside the restaurant in the cold while you're walking in, that's a red flag. And Chaz and I always take care of that. But mm-hmm. I, I, me on a date, it would ruin the date. I would have to go. Mm-hmm. Well, how about a man who just uh, he just says, no, I'm not, I'm not getting this guy anything. I'm leaving. I'm going home. You're going home. I'm going home. Oh. I've been called bad things before on dates, honey. You remember that. Yeah. But listen to this. I had a friend. We went out to a nice steak dinner one time, and there's a homeless guy sitting outside of the restaurant. And then when we came out, he handed him the box of steak. And the, the homeless man opened up the box and threw the steak at my friend. Yeah. The homeless man just, I don't know what happened. He was mentally ill, whatever. He Sometimes just threw the box happens. right at my friend. They get angry. I've offered to careful. buy people sandwiches before. I've, oh, you know, if I see somebody, can you help me out? I go, I'll go inside right now. What do you want to eat? I'm, I'm going to the deli. I don't give them money. Want? I'll give them food. I'll give them food. Sometimes they go, they don't want it. I agree with that. Dante, you big tipper? Yeah, Dante is. Dante, you take after your father? Yeah, she is. And your mother. I'm and a big your tip. Mother? I'm a big What tipper. is a good tip? Yeah, I tip uh, at least 20. 20%, 25%. And if they're really good, way more. Yeah, I mean, usually I'm like 20 to 25. Yeah, 20 to 25. Naturally. How about if you get, wait a minute, here's the thing. If you get bad service, should you give a tip? No, at all, yes, or give a good yeah, tip? Yeah, yeah. I always yeah, give a, yeah. good, a tippy. I'm not a good tip, but I always give right. a tip. What I'm supposed to. Right. I'll do what I'm supposed not to a, give, even not if I didn't a, like the service. It's not about, like, like you never know what could be going on in this guy's day. I don't know. Maybe he just lost his apartment, and now you're there like, can I have this medium? And this guy's his fucking guy. I have a you never know. Intolerance. Yeah, just, I, I, I always tip 20%. Put honey in here. I know you did. You lied. <laughs> you fucking lied. This is a little behind the scenes in front of the Thank scenes. Thank you. But how about this? I went to Applebee's one time. Halfway through our meal, the waitress, the whole time, she was just, she was mean. She was unkind to us. She left. Do I leave a tip then? She left halfway through our meal. Was well, she with something us. happening she, to no, her? No, no, no. She's just in a bad mood. So, her so another over. waiter came. So another waiter came maybe an hour later. Like, I was just dragging this on. I had nothing to yeah, do just yeah. to see how long it took. It and gets I, thrown over to the other waitress. The, they don't take it. It goes to the next one. So yeah, I did leave goes, them a tip, but I just didn't know what to do. Like, they no, not to the next shift. one. It goes to the person who served you. I get that. But, we all have... But do they get a tip since they left halfway through my meal and didn't tell us? Well, if you leave... But I'm just saying, if you leave a tip... I was a waiter. If you leave a tip, and even if I left... And another way to take over and goes, Hi, that happens all the time. Hi, I'm going to take over. She, you, mm-hmm. she. And that tip still goes to the person who served you. The beginning. Yeah. So like, would that be a red flag if you didn't leave them a tip? They just didn't tell you they were leaving and they were nasty the whole time. No, if I was there getting the nastiness along with the guy I'm right. on day, well, why would that be? Did you leave a, a tip, John? I left a tip because I thought it was going to the person that helped us out, but I had to oh. request that person first of all. And then when they came over, they said, oh, they ended their shift at three or whatever oh, time it was. Okay. okay, here's another green or red flag. Um, so if you go out with a guy or a girl and they say that they smoke a lot of pot, is that a green flag or a red flag or a beige flag? A lot of pot? A lot. That they're, may if, be, they're, if they're stoned at the date. I, I think that would be probably <clears throat> a red for me. A red. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have a life? Could you survive without getting high? Well, listen, a drink it's like over drinking. If you come to the date yeah. drunk, drunk right. it's a red flag. How about you, come to the date high. No, it's I'm, not, I'm really not into you being high. A good having look. to be high to get on my first date. It's one thing if that was the way you were gonna get like if I'm gonna have a glass of wine and that's something you wanna do or an edible, that's how you get your high or your, you know, elevation in your mood, okay. But I don't want you showing up already intoxicated to our date. No. That's a right. How about you, John? If the guy shows up, he smokes a lot of pot. It's happened to me. Red flag. Red flag. Okay. Gone. Uh, these, the, a lot of these scenarios have happened to all of us. Yeah. So I we really know. But for out there, I think, I think for the for our people that are listening, hi people, you need to know these things when you date or you're going out, even if you're divorced, you're young or middle-aged. Yeah. You need to know these things because that that really takes a lot of the guesswork out of. Right. What's happening? I wonder if the legalization of cannabis has now made that more common or if it's Probably. less common now because now you can do it whenever, so now you're not doing it as well, much. Well, I think, I think edibles and all this other stuff. and Yeah, I mean, I think more people are getting high now. Talk to me about edibles, Dad. Wait, wait, one second. I'm <laughs> well, going to say something. I don't know much about all this stuff, you know? But even though, Chaz, it's legalized now, and Karen, Ka Catherine, even right. though it's legalized, it's like liquor. It's nice that it's legalized. I think it's right. great, but it's still a personal choice. Yes. It doesn't mean because it's legal you go bananas. Right. Look, I it's was in a rock band choice. in the 60s when this was all new and, you know, and pot and LSD and cocaine. And, you know, I had my uh, run, you know. But I think now it's all different now with these edibles and fentanyl. You don't even know what the hell you're reading. You could drop dead at any moment. So, um, I can't speak about what's going on today. What about people who are at a job and they go out for a smoke break and they get high instead of smoking a cigarette? No, you don't drink on a job. You don't smoke uh, on a job. I mean, that's, I, I'm I, again, that's, I don't know. I mean, if a musician... It depends on the job, even. Yeah. yeah. You're a brain surgeon. So, so listen to this. Comics do it. In San Francisco, they're, they're reopening their evaluation into psychedelics in San Francisco where they're starting to give microdoses to people in tech fields. And it's helping them solve problems. I think they had 27 problems that they couldn't solve. After they took these micro doses of LSD, they solved 25 of the 27 problems because it opened up their mind. I, Is it like shrooms? Like I, it's either LSD or shrooms. I'm pretty I sure don't it's LSD. Believe, you know, it's hard for me to believe that because I could tell you why. Because when I was in a band and I was young and I traveled all over the world, I was, you know, the long hair, the whole thing, we would take, we would trip. And as we were singing and we would record it sometimes, and I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. We play it back, I go, ah, wasn't that great? You know, it's like, I, I think when you're sane, it's like when I'm acting, I don't, I can't get high when I'm acting. I can't drink or I can't take pot when I'm acting. I could act like I'm high, but to do it, I think that it's a, it's a, it's wrong for the art. As an actor, if I'm going to get high, I'm going to act on high. If I'm going to be drunk, I don't want to be drunk. I'm going to act I on I can't drunk. drink before I go on stage. I want to be sharp and quick. How about you, Catherine? Could you go on stage high? I mean, I, uh, I've i had, I have to admit, I've had a, a drink or two before I went in front of a camera. Were you high? But No. I relaxed. I took okay, a, little, you relax. you know, a little drink. Maybe, too. but I, I couldn't be high and concentrate on what I'm doing. But there's some, some artists. Some people really do. Like Carlos Santana played the best set ever when he was given LSD. You know the story? No. He was given LSD because he thought at Woodstock that he uh, was going on like way later than he originally was. Wow. And then so he took some LSD with um, 
his band, and then they were like, "You're going, you're on now." And he was like, "What?" And he had to go on now, tripping, and it's like one of the most incredible uh, shows yeah, of about all Jimi time. Hendrix. He was LSD. Yeah, I think and... it depends on on the the comic and the. I think it depends. Like on Mitch the Hedberg would go on stage high all the time, right? There's some artists yeah. that believe if they stop getting high, they won't be able to create the art that they create, whatever field they're in of entertainment. And you know who thought that? Um, Charles Bukowski, the yes. poet. Yes, Charles Bukowski. He has a beautiful poem. It's my most, I love this poem. It's called um, uh, The Blue, I Got a Bluebird in My Heart. And it's about, he was soft on the inside, but really Charles Bukowski was a raging alcoholic, raging. crazy. Yeah. And it was called, I Got a Bluebird in My Heart, this poem. And he says, and that night I pour alcohol on him, but I know he's there. And I let him out just a little bit. And because he was, a, and he says, what do you want to do? Ruin my sales if I let you out? Because he thought that if he would stop drinking, See, that's, he wouldn't be yeah, as great. That's not really, I'm not, I know, but if you think of it, you know, if you study psychology, uh, and again, I'm not a shrink or anything, but I've studied it a lot, is like uh, Vincent Van Gogh was possessed by demons, you know, like crazy, cut off his ear, yeah. and he never sold a painting in his lifetime. But when Vincent Van Gogh painted, he was sane. So a lot of people say, oh, you got to be an asshole, crazy to be an artist. No, you don't. That's that's one of those myths, like, you know. Yeah. You know, they go, oh, uh, look, what's his name? Um, Ron Howard. Ron Howard is like one of the great directors, yeah. right? He doesn't get high. You don't have to be stoned to be this great. You think Marty Scorsese shows up stone? You think Steven Spielberg shows up stone? There was a great artist, a great director. He did The Bad Lieutenant. He was great. What's his name? Oh, not Chris. Uh... Oh, my God. Um, he's a great, really a great director, and I thought, I, I don't, gee, I hope he's still alive. And I thought that hurt him. Oh, Abel Ferrara. Abel Ferrara. Abel Ferrara. Uh, Abel Ferrara. Uh, he, Abel Ferrara. He is a great director. Great. And but I always thought his drug use maybe hurt him. You know, because he would have been on top of things a little more. He so, was a great director. Really soulful and great. Yeah. Do you think the Beatles and Pink Floyd could have written their albums without drugs just as well? I don't know if they wrote it with drugs. They did. They, uh, Beatles, for sure. They have Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds singing about LSD. Right. Were the Beatles stoned when they wrote? I don't know. I don't know if they actually were when they wrote it, but I feel like they... They were, or I've heard it somewhere that they were. I think young actors romanticize being yeah. they being high to be a great artist. You got to be high. The brooding actor, like the brooding actor, the brooding actor. They drink, they smoke, well, they romanticize that right. kind of comics artist too. life. Comics yeah. too. So they don't think they're gonna be funny without being a certain, you know, in a different mood. Listen to each to each his own. Right. I do think you become less inhibited when you're more relaxed and you're. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I think that could be an element of it. You know, I think we should speak to comics about that. Uh, about you know, I mean, look, Joey Diaz is one of the great comics today. Fucking phenomenal. But Joey doesn't get high, does he? Joey, Joey has, has his own. He has his own brands. Joey Diaz, a comedy savage. Savage. Yeah, he's savage. got weed. I smoked it. It's really good. But I'd like to ask Joey, does he ever go on stage not high? Yeah. 
I bet he does. I wonder. I I, I wonder. bet he does. I don't, I don't. Joey, call me about that. Let me know about that. I, I, I guess it's does. different per person because personally, I couldn't work if I was higher drunk. I mean, ask uh, Mike. I or can't any, work. Anybody else in my company, if I'm on a shoot, I will not touch any alcohol and I will not touch weed. Huh. What's funny is when you first initially asked the question about a job, I'm like, no, you shouldn't be intoxicated at work. And then Dante made a great point because half of my industry probably is. He's like, it depends right. on what you do. I just don't. But yeah, it depends on what you do. I, tro- I tried getting uh, stoned before some before a show once, and then I really thought I was killing it, and then I watched it. And, uh, yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. yeah. What it, kind of a show? It was like a live. Uh, it was like a video. I was doing like a live video, and I was just I kind of smoked a little bit before a lot, a lot before. <laughs> I was in. It, I was like a sophomore in college, and then I played it, and then I listened to it, and I'm like, oh shit. Never right. Again. I have to tell you though, I've smoked weed and did some really amazing paintings. And I have to say, when I'm acting, no, but when I'm painting, weed smoking and having a little glass of wine and smoking weed, it really takes me out of my head and I'm more free and non judgmental of my different self. art form. Different art form. Same artist, different art form. I, I think I have great ideas if I'm under the influence and then I read them back when I'm sober and I'm like, no. Right. Did you do it when you were a musician? Did yes. You, you would get yeah, high before I, shows? I learned that before recently shows? in my life. Yes. My, yeah. my dad all through his life used to be like, if you ever do drugs, you ever smoke pot, stay in jail. It's safer there. <laughs> now, I learned like recently, he's like, yeah, yeah, when I was living in St. Thomas. Well, I do, was I going to tell pot. you this yeah. at 14? Yeah, I was living on top. Because you would have said to me. I was living on top of a club right. in St. Thomas, seeing the tourists. We get high all the time. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? He said, well, you took LSD? I went, yeah. I was going to tell you that at 14, 13, you would have been like, hey, dad, don't tell me anything. You did. Yeah, it. that's right. So I said, no way. I'll tell him when he's 25. He's right on that. That's so right. So do, 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 do we have any fan questions at all today? Yeah, I got a fan I got question. one that I what, love. What happened? What is it? What? Would you rather date a divorcee, a divorcee, oh, how do you say it, or a, a widow? Well, uh, I think a woman would rather date a widower, a widow, because... Uh, what? How did she die? Did she disappear mysteriously? Oh, good question. Oh, could she? Either listen. way, I don't care. She's gone. Next. <laughs> so now, now you, you're talking about a sci-fi movie. So you would rather date somebody where his wife died? A hundred percent. And the reason why? It's better off that way. I don't want to have to deal with somebody's ex. Maybe there is a reason for the divorce. That's a question. Chazpalmetary no. show at gmail.com. Okay, okay. Send your How questions. Would you rather? Yes. Would you rather date a guy? Who, all right, ah, who divorced his wife, but it's over, or a guy whose wife died, but he can't get over it, like Bobby Bacala. Bobby Bacala. On the Sopranos. Sopranos, right. Oh, like he can't get, I mean, no, I'm not going to date anybody who's not, you know. But would you, okay, so would you then rather date a guy who just got divorced, but he's done, but she's still alive? Is she done is the question. I don't know. He's done, though. Do they have children? So many factors they have into this. One, Chaz, one miracle child together. I really, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me if her husband died or he's still alive. As long as it's over and she's divorced, it's the woman. I, I don't care. That doesn't bother me at all. I'm not threatened by her husband if he's still alive. Right. You know, 
I mean, to me, there's certain things. That, I mean, like you want to talk about red flags? I mean, how would you like to date a person and she doesn't like, she doesn't say it, but she doesn't like your children. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't want to be around them. I mean, you're, you're done. It's that, over. That's, it complicates things. I have a friend who won't date a girl because she's posting about her pa- husband who passed away, and he's like, I don't want any part of it. I'm like, but he's gone. She's gone. He's like, no, no, I won't date a, you know, Would she mourns you too much. Thing? I go, she has children with the man. Let, like, let her, that's her children's father. She has father. children let with the guy. Let her post about him. I mean, are you that fucking insecure? Come on, he's not coming over for Sunday dinner. Wow, come on. <laughs> I think that's, I mean, some people got to have a little more, like, you know, self-esteem. She can't post about her husband who died? Okay, what about if her husband died, but she's a medium? Oh, now it just... <laughs> All right, so what? Did you smoke, Dante? I did not. Did this you do is... LSD before this podcast? No, My that comes later. If, if the husband died, but, she, but, but no, she's a medium. because there's too much communication there with too your much. ex. Yeah. I don't care if she's communicating with him. She's sleeping with me. Let her communicate you, with him. I love your confidence. Yeah. It's the best. It really is. Yeah. I love that. Really? She's sleeping with this me. I kind of feel the podcast same way Chaz as Chaz. is very liberal. What? Podcast Chaz is very open-minded. Yeah, I think I no, would uh, like no, that. No, 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 podcast Chaz. You know how much confidence I got. She's a medium. So what? She talks to him when we're not around. But I, she's my wife and she's sleeping with me. Wow. Might be talking shit about you. You don't know. Let him talk shit about me. It's okay. I'm alive. He's dead. Woo! I like that. <laughs> really? I, I don't know. I never... Uh... Long live the king. Long live the king. I never had Next. that. Next! No, Next I, question. I, I never had that. Next question. I'm dating a man with a kid. I really like the guy and can see a future, but everyone tells me it's only going to be problems in the future. She's because of the kid? Dating somebody with kids. Well, guys, I mean, what is everybody... I mean, I don't know. Do you expect? I mean, if you're 23 years old, and you meet and you meet a girl, you say, oh, "This might be a problem," but when you're a man and you just can't, it's so hard to meet someone. So she has a kid. So what? I like that. I dated a girl for 10 years when I met her. She had a child, a baby, and she. I was 23. She was 19. Wow. And she had a baby, and uh, it didn't bother me. I mean, that's that's you know why you have a good heart. That's beautiful. I love that. I have a good question to tie into this one. So say your kids are teenagers and you date a man and these teenagers don't like your boyfriend, but your boyfriend is super nice to you, super nice to the kids, but for whatever reason, the wow, kids hate the boyfriend. Wow, that's a good question. Do you keep him or do you listen to your kids and get rid of him? Wow. Well, I would want to know why they don't like him. He's nice to them and everything. Yeah. What is the, I would have a talk with him. What is the reason why you don't like uh, my boyfriend or my girlfriend? What's the reason? Tell me why. Yeah. This is so commonplace, too. I know so many people must be struggling with this, even listening to this podcast, because it's, you know, there's second marriages, there's people who meet people when they get older, and, and the fa- kids factor in. I have a girlfriend who, I'm, I'm like, you may face the fact, you're 42 and single, you may have to meet a guy who has kids already. Right, and she met, she, fortunately, she met a guy who doesn't have children, right? Well, no, I met a guy who didn't have children, but she may have to have a guy with kids because it's more con- it's a lot of people at this point if you're single in your 40s chances are you've already been married or had kids or at least have had a kid right but you were happy when you heard my uh, michael wasn't married and didn't have any children i was 
Yeah. I'm, because, I'm being honest. You know, yeah. for, just because it presents less of an initial less of an issue. Less, less of an issue. Right. But, you know, my, my came from a single mother. So I'm glad that, you know, somebody mm. was willing to, you know, be with her. But, you know, right. Here's what I got to say. When you marry somebody, you marry the family. Definitely. Too. Okay. True. But, and the problem with, with all you young people out there, and maybe it's even, uh, maybe it's even uh, probably adults too. When you get married, when you when you say you're thinking about getting married, you have to ask questions to to your future wife, and she asks these questions to you. Hey, how do you feel about uh, children? Do you want children? Do you don't want children? How do you feel about finances? Do you feel like we both should share the finances? I a husband might say, I feel like I like to handle the finance. She, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about living close to your in-laws or my in-laws? These are questions you got to ask ahead of time. Too many people get married and then they find this out later. You mean you don't want children? What, are you kidding? But I thought we were going to have kids. Well, you never really asked me. What? So I think you gotta, you got to ask questions. I mean, to get a driver's license, you got to ask questions. To get a gun permit, you got to ask questions. Getting married, you should ask questions to each other. I don't know. Yeah. I think so. Really, I mean... Wow. What do you think about going back with exes? Like you broke up, you both dated, oh. you meet again down the line a couple of years later, and then you start dating again. What do you think about? That's a damn good question. My two cents is what was the cause of the breakup? Right. Has the breakup resolved into something else? Or well, reason why? And now that reason is gone. But, I, you know, I know people who get married. Divorce. Divorce. Three years later, they get married again. I've seen that, yep. Here's what I say. You get married, you got yeah. divorced. Three years later, you meet, don't get married again. I Elizabeth agree. Taylor, Richard Burton did it. Yeah, and they got divorced How a year years later. Apart, yeah. Was there a husband in between the that? Yeah. There was, it was divorced him, married somebody else, then went back with him, though, no? Then went back with him, only lasted a year, got divorced again. I guess it really comes down to the reason. I get cheating is one thing, and then what if what if one of them? Sometimes people are young. Like people come. I had a couple at my comedy show the other day. Uh, you know, I was doing crowd work, and I found out they were dating when they were teenagers, right? And then they separate. Whatever happened, a, a kid breakup. And then who got married and had kids? Who got married? Yeah, that's all right. Then they got you know either divorced or widowed, and then they got reunited, and now they're together. I I think that's my daughter Sally ends back with her ex. They met when they were kids. No, that's so different. That's yeah. different. And now they like call themselves soulmates. He's he got married, had three kids, and then came back years later, and these now. Yeah, I, I, look, if they, it works out, great, but. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Well, there's just saying, if you love something, let it go. If it's meant to be, it will come back to you. Yeah. I got to tell you, this has been, I really like when we go off on some of these things here. You know, this has been a great show. I really, um, uh, wow. I really enjoy, listen, show at gmail.com. Send how you feel about your comments, about your questions. Tara, where are you going to be? Tara Jokes. You can find me everywhere on social media. Follow her on Instagram. And of course, the legend, not a myth, the legend, (laughs) Catherine Narducci, who's who's played Robert De Niro's wife more than Robert De Niro's wife. And uh, follow Catherine on Instagram. And uh, she's uh, coming out with a movie directed by, obviously, the great Barry Levison and with Robert De Niro. And uh, you're doing great, kid. Yeah. Right? 
30-something years ago, you walked in that audition for Bronx Tale, and after that, boom, Sopranos. The rose petals, the rose were, petals laid out. were laid out for you. They were feeding wow. her they grapes. Into they the feed sunset. her grapes now. God bless. Come and see the one-man show. It's really uh, a great show. Unbelievable. And don't forget my restaurants, 30 West 46th Street in Manhattan, 264 Main Street in White Plains. I have two of the top Italian restaurants in the city. I never say the best, but it's definitely one of the best. Yes, excellent. So, uh, chazpalmetary.net for show dates. God bless you. See you next week. <laughs>